Hello, welcome to this author interview special of No Extra Words, the flash fiction podcast. My name is Chris Baker-Dirsch, I'm your producer and editor. Back in January, we had Contributor Appreciation Month, where we randomly drew names from our wonderful selection of contributors who have shared their work on our show without any compensation other than the credit of their name out of the goodness of their hearts. And a few of them had a chance to win a prize and be featured on the show. And one of those was Sarah Mitchell-Jackson. I caught up with Sarah it was actually Valentine's Day morning in my time and evening in her time and we chatted a little bit about writing and reading and books and parenting and came up with an assignment that we have for all of you so I hope you enjoy listening to that I hope you get in touch with Sarah and I hope you'll visit us at noextrawords.wordpress.com to learn more about all of our contributors please enjoy this my chat with Sarah Mitchell-Jackson Thanks so much for tuning in to the No Extra Words podcast. My name is Chris Baker-Dirsch. I'm your producer and editor. Today is a special episode because I have a special guest on with me today. Sarah Mitchell-Jackson is one of our contributors and one of our Contributor Appreciation Month winners. Hello, Sarah. Thanks so much for joining me. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. And Sarah's joining me all the way from the UK. I don't even know exactly where you are. Tell us where you are this, this evening. I'm in Cambridge. Cambridge. Very famous for the university. Nice. I I could sit here and listen to your accent all day, I have to tell you. (laughs) But Sarah is one of our contributors. She also has an exciting, you just got nominated for a Pushcart Prize, didn't you? Yes, I did. It is very exciting. I'm very pleased with that. (laughs) I bet. So tell me what that's like. Do they call you and notify you? How do you find out? And what is that response like? Actually, they don't. Um, so the, the magazine that nominated me um, just sent me an email and, and said that they had nominated me. And, and it was quite a surprise because I didn't even know that they did that um, because some of the uh, journals do that and some don't. Um, and, yeah, it was very exciting. But we have to wait quite a long time to find out, though. <laughs> so what's the timeline like? You get nominated and you just wait months and months and months? or Yes, yeah. A bit like the submission process. I was going to say, it's kind of like you have your story into an editor and you just have to forget that it exists while they do whatever it is they do to it. That's right. That's exactly right. Well, why don't we start from the beginning? Tell us a little bit about you and your background and how you sort of came to be a writer. Just give us a little Sarah biography. Well, I think really I've always been a writer um, from a very young age, even before I could I could write I was telling stories and I, I have a vivid memory of my mum tapping away at her typewriter. I'd, I'd tell her the story and she'd type it for me and we'd make little books. Um, so I have been a storyteller for, for a long time now. Um, and then that just kept growing. So, um, you know, I, I started with poetry, writing poetry every day when I was a teenager um, and that grew into short stories. And then about 10 years ago, I wrote my first novel and um, I've been taking my writing pretty seriously, as in devoting a lot of time to it um, for you know, a fairly long time. That's awesome. Do you still write poetry every day? No, I don't. I, <laughs> I'm lucky if I get to write every day at the moment. But <laughs> I can totally understand that. I think you and I connected over the fact that we both have very young children who take yes. up a portion of our time. How old is your kiddo? He's 19 months old, just turned 19 months old yesterday. I have a 22-month-old, so I completely and yes. totally understand that. <laughs> if, if today I get to write it all, it's a really good day. Yes, that's how I feel. <laughs> awesome. So are you a full-time mom? Are you a full-time writer? Do you have a day job you go to? Or what's your sort of schedule like? 
Well, no, I, I used to be a teacher, but I haven't been back since I had my son. Um, and I am a full-time mum. And when my son naps, if he naps, if he sleeps, that is when I do some writing. So I was always a slow writer, but it's got even slower lately. That I I heard on a podcast a while ago, this woman was talking about a man she had talked to who was a stay-at-home dad and a writer, and she said, I fully expected the end of that sentence to be, and I never wrote another word again. So anybody <laughs> who can do any writing at all during nap time is awesome. So good on you. Kudos to you for that. Thank you. Thank you. So we do flash fiction on this show, and your contribution to our show was a, a short, short story. What about that form appeals to you? And if you write in other forms, how do you differentiate the short, short story from a poem or something longer? Well, a short, short story is very similar to a poem, and I, I would actually approach it the same way, because to me it's all about the essence of the idea, and every word um, has to be has to earn its place in a story, essentially. And that's one of the reasons why I like short, short stories, um, because they can be beautifully controlled and crafted. You lose some of that control with a bigger piece. And that's why I, I, I love flash fiction, basically. Awesome. And you said that you wrote a novel. Is your novel out? I mean, you, obviously you do longer things as well. Yes. Um, my novel's coming out later this year. Um, but from Blue Moon Publishers, and it's called Ashes. And, um, yes, it's, it's very exciting. That is exciting. <laughs> Brag a little bit about your novel for a minute, if you would. It's about human resilience. It's about how there are circumstances in everyone's life over which we have no control, but it's how you react to those circumstances that really can define you as a person, and that's how we get to know the characters, through the the. Um, the events which actually help to define them as people. That's awesome. I'm curious about your trajectory as a writer because you mentioned you started doing short, short stories with your mom when you were little and you yes. did poetry every day. So how did you transition from short stories into the big task of writing a novel? Well, actually, um, my first novel was really like a bunch of short stories. It was, it was serialized almost. Um, it didn't really even have, have chapter breaks. Um, because it was it was a series of of little vignettes of of what happens to this woman um, who was just starting out as a teacher, and I wrote it when I was just starting out as a teacher. I think you can see a parallel there. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was really because I had a longer story to tell. Uh huh. Um, that that I, I moved over to novels, um, and that's that's actually what I spend most of my time doing now. Sure. Um, yeah, sure. That's that's really neat. I love I love people who can do everything. Like I took a poetry writing class and I'm so impressed by people who can write poetry and write short stories and write novels because it just feels like you have to take your writing muscles to a whole different kind of place. Well, yes. And that's that is actually why I do it. That's why I still write poetry, because it requires you to really focus. Um, and it, and it, they are using different muscles, and in fact, that's why I keep my short fiction going at the same time, because and I'm I'm right in the middle of a working process um, at the at the moment, and it's it's a lonely place to be because you're in the middle of this vast landscape where you can maybe just about see where you started, and you, you can probably see where you're going, but you're right in the middle. And you've got, you know, you've got a long way to go. Um, so I like short, short fiction for that because I can have an instant sense of accomplishment 
I don't have to defer my gratification at all like I have to do with a novel. Um, And I've got a finished product that I can actually point to and say, I did this. I'm doing this. You know, right. so so it does help. Very cool. So since we're chatting about books, talk to us about Sarah the Reader. Like, what inspires you? Who are your your inspirations? What do you spend your, I'm sure, very limited reading time on? I I read lots. I, I read all different kinds of things. I have a preference for literary fiction, um, but it doesn't have to be. Um, and I, you know, sometimes I read romance novels, and um, and I. I, I quite like um maybe some slightly eerie um magical realism and things like that as well but i would say that my favorite authors are um alice thomas ellis do you know her she, i don't no she she was was a welsh writer she's dead now unfortunately um and quite a lot of her books are out of print but i think she's excellent a really really good writer so much control over what she she did um i also i really like alice munro for her short stories um and joyce carol oates as well for her Mm -hmm. short stories Mm -hmm. um what else do i read thomas hardy thomas hardy is i always come back to him because i think he was brilliant he was just a really good storyteller and i love the way that he deals with people with his characters um I think coming back to a familiar author is almost like coming home. Like, you know, when you're sort of lost in the literary wilderness, there are these people you gravitate back to. Yes, I want something safe. I want something that I know and I love, yes. Absolutely. And this is me, the children's librarian question. What was your favorite book when you were little? Oh, I don't know if I can just have one. (laughs) Because at at different ages, I I really like different things. Um, I don't know. One of my first favorite books. Um, was Outside Over There by Morris Sendak. Um, oh, yeah. It's creepy. It um, is. And it's still creepy now when I'm an adult. So <laughs> um, so I, I always liked that one. Um, it's a dreamlike. Yeah, I think people who just read Where the Wild Things Are don't understand how creepy Sendak could really get. Mm, yes. <laughs> In, like, all kinds of wonderful ways. That's awesome. But then... Um, then later, I really loved The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Okay. Um, and um, I read all of Judy Bloom. <laughs> yeah. Didn't we? Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but what else did I love? Um, Russell Hoban did oh. some really interesting children's books, actually. I'm showing my age, aren't I? No, <laughs> totally not. That's cool. <laughs> Um, and, and of course, you know, he did Ridley Walker as well for adults. So it's oh. like he, he took me all the way through my life, really. Um, that is so cool. Yeah. So so I think I, I also remember um, really loving and reading several winters in a row, um, The Box of Delights by John Mansfield. I don't know this one. Ma- 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 Mansfield? Maysfield? I can't quite remember his name. But, yeah, it's a really good book anyway. Very cool. Very, very cool. Do you ever have a chance, I, this is something I always want to ask published writers, do you ever have a chance to interact with your readers? Do you hear from them and do they say things about show, your writing that makes you feel a little bit like you're the celebrity? When, when we talk about favorite authors that we have, it's always nice to wonder, are you someone's favorite author? I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. People are, I think people are a bit shy of getting in touch. I always get in touch, with, try to get in touch with authors if I have liked their work. Um, 
So, I, you know, I'll connect with someone on Twitter and just say, I really enjoyed your story in wherever I'd read their story. Um, but I think people are a bit shy of doing that. I think they are. It took me a long time to be brave enough to, and I can remember I was at a librarian's conference and I approached an author that I loved. And I just, I, I said to her, I started gushing, I just loved your book. And the expression on her face was priceless. It was like, my book? Are you sure? And so I do. I think people are really shy and they should reach out more to when something touches you because it really is a real person. Yes. Um, Yes, and, and they pro- you we imagine then also would hear all the time when people have, have loved their work, but, you know, we might not. So, so yes, that's what you should do today. Everyone should go out and tell their favourite author that they're their favourite author. That's awesome. Everybody's <laughs> got an assignment. When you're done listening to this, you go out. At, I, I don't know of a single author that's not available somewhere. You know, Google them and you can find them and send them a message and tell them how much you love them. That's awesome. Yeah, Twitter it. is a really good place to find authors. <laughs> it really is. It really, really is. So what are your writer dreams? Like if you could picture Sarah Mitchell Jackson 10, 15 years in the future as a professional writer, what does that look like for you? Well, I would love to have a few novels published by that point. That would be that would be amazing. That would be really good. Um, I would it would be nice to have a, a collection of short fiction. Nice. That would be lovely. Um, but, you know, I'll just see where things take me and keep doing what I do and and see where it goes for sure for sure that makes total sense to me it's funny when I ask people that question they almost never talk about money like for all the conversation about writers saying nobody gets paid enough and I want to write full-time I think we all want that but when I ask the question it all comes back to what you want to have out what you want to have created oh but that's what I meant I meant I need (laughs) millions and millions of (laughs) you need to be JK Rowling like retired (laughs) by that point right totally Totally and completely. Well, since we gave our listeners the assignment of getting in touch with their favorite author, how do we get in touch with you? If somebody wants to chat more and learn more about you, how do they find you? Well, um, I have a website, which is smitchjack.wordpress.com. And um, and I'm on Twitter as smitchjack. So it's smitchjack, which is a shortening of my name. Um, and, yeah, contact me on Twitter. I would love that. Cool. And I'll put all those links in the show notes connected with this episode so everybody can find you. And my last question, because I promised you this was going to be just a brief chat we were going to have today, but <laughs> this is your chance to tell us, you, you mentioned your book a little bit, but tell us what you are promoting right now. Like what is out and new in your world that people should immediately go check out and read? Um, well, I have um, I have a short story um, on the Conium Review website, which is the one that has been nominated for the Pushcart, and it's called Clown Boutique Fairy Tale. Um, so you can go check that out. Um, and I also have um, something in the current issue of the Critical Pass Review, um, and that's called Swamp Water Boy. Um, and I also have a poem in Really System, issue nine, and it's called Camping, and it's all about how I do not like camping. <laughs> I love, as a person who was a camp counselor for years, I love to hear camping stories from people who hate camping. <laughs> Like I just it, it tickles me in a really great way. So I'm going to have to go check that out right now. Well, thank you so much for giving us a little bit of your time. We are brief here on this on this show. So I know it's been a brief chat, but I so appreciate you sharing of yourself and contributing to the show. And I hope that we get to feature your work again. And I'm going to go find out all about when they announce Pushcart Prize winners, because I'm going to like be in your rooting camp now. So <laughs> we'll have to be watching to see what happens. That's wonderful. Thank you very much. And tell us one more time, when does your book come out? It comes out later this year.
All right. So later this year, we're looking for Ashes by Sarah Mitchell Jackson. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. Thank you. No Extra Words would like to thank Chanillo.com for their sponsorship of Contributor Appreciation Month and allowing us to reward our fabulous contributors. Chanillo.com, C-H-A-N-N-I-L-L-O.com is the web's best source for serialized literature. Visit them today, find out how you can subscribe to the right number of series for you and support writers, and let them know you appreciate them supporting your favorite podcast. Chanillo.com, that's C-H-A-N-N-I-L-L-O dot com.